Welcome to OBS Orbit, the podcast for Open vSwitch users and developers. This is episode 35. This is the fourth of several episodes recorded from talks at the Open Source Day for Open vSwitch, which was held at the OpenStack Summit in Boston on May 10th. This particular episode is presented by Russell Bryant and Newman Siddick from Red Hat. Russell and Newman are active contributors to OVN, and Russell is an Open vSwitch committer. Russell previously appeared in OVS Orbit episode 18 on the launch of OVN and Episode 7 on the OVS development process was based on a talk that he co-presented at the Open Networking Summit in 2016. On to the talk. Let's get started on our, uh, our next session here. So this session, we actually kind of have two topics. I'm going to cover uh, the first part for a little bit, and then Newman will take over. I'm going to talk a little bit about OVN's gateway support, L3 gateways in particular, and the different modes that you can use with OVN. And then Newman's going to talk um, specifically about OVN support for IPv6. So this slide is something we commonly include at the beginning of an OVN talk when we give an overview just to kind of provide some context about uh, what OVN provides on top of OVS, and that's virtual networking. So on the left, we, you have your physical topology, and we want to decouple the physical topology from your logical topology, define the connectivity between a set of VMs um, using a set of logical switches and logical router constructs that's separate from the hypervisors. So we'll start there, and then the next question is how do you, that's all great to talk about the logical connectivity, but of course we do need connectivity to the physical network at some point, so how do we model that? And that's what this picture is. This is the first step of modeling um, physical network connectivity in OVN. So you have a set of VMs here at the bottom, VMs one, two, and three, and they may be connected to different logical switches connected by a logical router. Uh, the way that you model the gateway to the physical network is you have a logical switch that you're gonna annotate with some information to say that this is actually uh, connected to a physical network and you give its OVN some information about which network you wanna provide connectivity to and then OVN will uh, implement the L3 gateway for you. So that's the modeling of it. And let's look a little bit about um, that. I, I mentioned that the way that you set this up, there's a little bit of annotation involved. The way that you do that is we add a special um, logical switch port to this logical switch. I'm calling this logical switch LS0, and we're adding a special port called LN port, referred to as uh, local net, or it means local net port, but the name is not significant here. Um, normally when you create ports in OVN, you can give it specific IP and MAC addresses. In this case, uh, you say unknown, so this is, this is connecting to an arbitrary network that has a, a set of addresses on it that we don't know of and giving, setting a special port type of local net, and we're giving it a network name, uh, FizzNet1, or Physical Network1. And we, later, you will, we will tell OVN how to connect to that network. And some of this, if you're familiar with OpenStack Neutron and ML2OVS, some of this should start to sound a little bit familiar. When you create a provider network in Neutron, you say that it's a you know, provider network, and you give it a network name. The network name that you provide to the Neutron API then comes into OVN here. We, we put that same name here. So then you have to tell OVN, once you've given it a network name, you have to tell OVN how to actually get to that network. And on each hypervisor, you have to configure it with a set of bridge mappings. And this is uh, really the same format that 
the existing Neutron integration uses that's in a configuration file there. You configure a mapping between network names and an OVS bridge that provides connectivity to that network. So on each hypervisor that you want to provide connectivity to that network, you have to set these set this bridge mappings configuration option. And here we're, we're saying that to get to FizzNet1, we're gonna use the OVS bridge BREX. So now that we've done that, this is a little bit more of a physical view of what we've created here. So we've got a logical router that, is ex that exists on every hypervisor. The east-west routing is fully distributed, so any packets between uh, any of the VMs on this network um, do not have to go through any central point. But if you need to get to the physical network, it's gonna go through a, a single host. And in this case, I've um, said that that's uh, HV2. Now there's a little bit more that you can add. Here we've got, uh, we're adding NAT. And when you add NAT, SNAT can be centralized or, and the floating IPs can either be bound to the single host or they can be distributed. So in, the, in this case, I'm showing that uh, the floating IP addresses for each VM are actually on each host. So this is uh, this basically matches how DVR works today in terms of, of network topology, how SNAT still has to be centralized on a single host, but floating IPs can actually be bound to each hypervisor. And the way we do that in OVN from OpenStack's perspective is, is pretty easy. We define the SNAT rule, but for each uh, floating IP address, we provide a little bit of extra information, the external MAC address that it'll use, and we also give it uh, a hint about which port uh, that that NAT rule is associated with, so it knows which host to put it on. And, and it does its thing to, to fully distribute that. So the next thing that you can do in OVN is take the, the SNAT portion and distribute that across uh, several hosts. And this is a logical view. And before the logical view I showed was only had a single router in it. When we go to model the this several uh, gateway scenario, we're gonna uh, distribute the SNAP portion, we model a little bit differently. And we separate the east-west router, so this one at the bottom, uh, really, well it does east-west and north-south, but primarily it's providing the distributed routing between all the VMs. But if you want to do north-south, then it's got this uh, logical switch in between that connects it to all these several gateways. And then you're gonna tell OVN to bind each gateway to as many hosts in your environment as that you want. And then we can use source-based routing to distribute the traffic among these SNAT gateways. And so the way that we could use that in OpenStack is have the distributed router LR0 on every host for east-west, and then we'll put a gateway on every host, and then we'll um, create static routes in LRZ, LR0 that point um, each VM to the gateway that's local on that host. This first command says, add a route to LR0 that if the source is from VM1, that we wanna use gateway zero. So use the gateway that's local on that host. And when we do that, we get, um, we get effectively get SNAT distributed. The primary downside here is that it, you, know, you end up using more IP addresses. Instead of having one gateway on the physical network, you have several, um, but that may or may not be a concern depending on the environment. There's also some other benefits of this. So. Um, it's one method to do L3HA. So instead of having a single gateway and then needing to worry about um, L3HA and, and moving that route to another host, if that host fails, if we have a, a gateway on every node, then we kind of get the, the HA for free because in every case, the VMs are gonna use a gateway that's local. So 
I've mostly been talking about what's possible through OVN. And um, the OpenStack integration with OVN basically trails the features of OVN itself. You know, as the features get implemented in OVN, then we need to go expose them through OpenStack. And what we have implemented in networking OVN, the Neutron OVN driver so far, is, is, the, is the simpler mode where you only have a single SNAC gateway for a network. And um, we still need to integrate the small addition where floating IPs will be bound to each hypervisor. That's actually a pretty easy thing, but we haven't merged that um, integration yet. So right now, if you use the current code, floating IPs are actually bound to the same host as the SNAT gateway. But that's a pretty easy addition. And then the next thing is uh, adding support for multiple SNAT gateways on our network. So that's capability exists in OVN, and we need to expose that through OpenStack. Another thing I wanted to mention is, is gateway scheduling. So basically everything I've talked about so far was the, basically a single network and its gateway. But in a typical OpenStack environment, you've got lots of networks all with their own uh, you know, neutron routers that provide connectivity to the provider network, to the physical network. And what networking OVN does is every time you create one of these um, neutron routers to connect it to a network, it's going to pick the host to bind it to. And the way it does that is it looks um, at OVN to figure out all the hosts that know uh, how to have connectivity to that physical network. So it's, it's looking at that bridge mappings configuration option, which hosts have a bridge mapping to that network. And then it chooses one. So which, and it's pretty simple logic right now. It's, it chooses one that has the least number of gateways currently scheduled to it. So it's, um, we sort of just try to do a even distribution of the gateways there. And that's pretty much it. And then I'm going to turn it over to Newman to talk a bit about IPv6. Okay. Hello, everyone. So I'll be talking about the status of IPv6 in OVN. So uh, we'll be looking at to what are the uh, IPv6 features which are currently supported in OVN, and if there are, we'll see if there are any features which are missing. All right. So when we talk about IPv6, there are certain terminologies uh, like router advertisement and the addressing mechanisms like uh, Slack, and also how you distribute it, distribute your IPv6 address like uh, through prefix delegation, global unique address. We'll try to see a little bit of uh, all of them and see whether that's supported in OVN or not. Okay, so first let's talk about uh, if we have an under, uh, if your IP network, your under uh, network is IPv6, and can we run the OVN services in that? So yes, we can run all the OVN services uh, if your under network is IPv6, and the Geneve tunnels also work. So this, the, the one which the bottom, what you see here is that it has established an IPv6 tunnel using Geneve. Okay, so this slide um, talks about um, the east-west IPv6 routing in OVN. It is uh, very much similar to the IPv4 routing, nothing different in it. Uh, as you can see here, you have a logical switch. It is connected to a logical router, and uh, they, they are all like connected through a logical switch port and a logical router port, like their peers. Um, so if we, when you talk in terms of neutron, when you add neutron router, um, router interface add, so these things, uh, this connectivity happens. And OVN takes care of uh, east-west routing, and it is just similar to how it is done in IPv4, and there is nothing different in it. Okay, let's talk about a little bit of our router advertisement support. Uh, as you know, like uh, whenever a VM comes up, uh, the first thing which it does to get an IPv6 address, it, it sends out an router advertisement request packet. 
to know how it should configure its IPv6 address, whether it's Slack or DHCPv6, stateful or stateless. So, um, so when it gets a response, it configures the IPv6 address. So right now, uh, OVN doesn't have that feature. Uh, it doesn't have an, it, it doesn't periodically send the router advertisement, uh, router advertisement packets or it responds to any router solicitation request. But there are already patches which are up for review and hopefully um, they're in, in pretty good shape and we should see them soon. So uh, um, yeah, but still we lack the periodic router advertisement support and I'm hoping that it will be soon. Um, so let's see like uh, how the router advertisement uh, support uh, would, uh, you know, would be supported uh, when those patches get merged. So in OVN what happens is that everything is um, expressed as logical flows. Uh, you have an outbound database which uh, your cloud management system like Neutron or uh, you can use OVN NBCTL as well and you configure uh, your uh, IPv6 parameters through the to the north, northbound database and OVN North D utility reads them and it programs the logical flows. So as you can see here, uh, there is an action called, yeah, the match here is whether it's, if it's a router solicitation request, um, then action is uh, apply an uh, NDRA, which means that transform that IPv6 request packet into a response packet. And these are the various parameters. So it reads these uh, various parameters from the northbound database. Uh, in this case, this logical router is, uh, port is configured with uh, address mode as Slack and to use this IPv6 prefix. Uh, and these are the certain actions which will make the packet respond back to the VM from where, you know, uh, reply the packet back. So this NDRA action is actually uh, converted to uh, OVA OpenFlow controller action. Um, uh, and uh, OpenFlow controller action has a, a field called user data. Basically, you can store whatever you want in that. And when the controller receives that packet, it can uh, extract this data. So that is how it is, it is done in OVN. And this feature of users, user data is used quite extensively in OVN. And even the native DHCP is uh, implemented this way. So when the, uh, when the controller receives the router solicitation packet, it extracts this user data. So it knows that what uh, router, uh, router advertisement options it needs to add in, into the packet. So it basically frames a router advertisement uh, packet, adds these options, and sends the packet back to the vSwitchD. And uh, the vSwitchD applies these actions, and the packet is de delivered back to the VM. So that's how it would be supported. Um, so we don't need, uh, I mean, if we compare this with uh, uh, Neutron, L, the way Neutron L3 agent implements uh, router uh, RA support, uh, basically in the case of Neutron L3 agent, you have a RADVD daemon which is running in the, your uh, router namespace, and that would uh, take care of periodically sending the router advertisement packets as well as responding to it. Uh, but it runs in a namespace, uh, and in the case of OVN, we do not need to have uh, namespace. Uh, it would be handled locally in the OVN controller. So it, the, even the packet doesn't go in uh, uh, to, you know, it doesn't cross the physical port. Okay, and so uh, uh, OVN also has a native DHCP v6 support. Uh, it is very much similar to the DHCP v4 support. Uh, uh, again, uh, the cloud management system has to uh, configure certain DHCP v6 options. And once it is done, OVN NOSD would add a logical flow which is very similar to what you saw 
uh, in the case of router advertisement, the packet will be sent to the controller and OVN controller will take care of responding, framing the DHCPv6 packet and responding it back. Okay. Um, uh, OVN also has uh, support for neighbor solicitation. Uh, what it means is that if a VM sends a neighbor solicitation request, it doesn't need to reach the destination VM and that replies. So instead there is a local, uh, there is already a flow which is installed which would respond back. It is very similar to ARP responder which OVN has and I think even Neutron uh, ML2 has, uh, at least for uh, ARP it has the same feature. So it, wo it works a similar way. Uh, you can see, uh, you can see here that um, there is an action called NDNA and you tell, uh, you express as logical flows basically what needs to be done and OVN, inter OVN controller uh, internally takes care of uh, how to frame the response back. So from um, a user perspective, if you see the logical flows, it is very much clear that how it is handled. L let's talk a little bit of uh, north-south routing support. Uh, uh, like um, Neutron, I mean there is no NAT support or um, floating IP support for IPv6. Uh, it is expected that you have uh, all your VM and the tenant networks to have a global unique address and it should be, uh, so normally like uh, what uh, features are used like you would use prefix delegation features or address pool in the case, uh, address pool and subnet pools in the case of Neutron. So it is expected that, uh, I mean, uh, it is something which is outside of OVN uh, and uh, it can be managed in the, um, in the Neutron or the OVN uh, mechanical, uh, OVN MEC driver. So that support is still not there in the case of networking OVN. Um, and uh, there are a few features, uh, a little uh, a bug which is there in OVN which needs to be addressed. Uh, basically, uh, when a new uh, OVN router has to send the IPv6 packet up to the upstream router, it needs to know the MAC address. So in the case of IPv4, what happens is that uh, OVN actually generates an ARP request, gets the ARP response back and it stores the MAC address and that's how uh, it knows. So that particular feature is uh, missing in uh, OVN for IPv6. Um, so once that is addressed, uh, the packet will go properly. Um, Okay, and uh, so this feature, as I said, like uh, this, um, there's no native support for this in OVN. Uh, we need to see whether this can actually be supported in OVN or not, or uh, it is something which needs to be done in networking OVN. Um, I guess, uh, to just to summarize the status of IPv6 we have today, uh, there is no router advertisement support and uh, uh, and also OVN uh, controller needs to uh, resolve the MAC address. So if we have those two features, I think, uh, and I hope it will be, uh, we'll have those features soon. Okay, so that is what I had um, for the status of IPv6, and if there are any questions for both the topics. Thank you. Usually, usually the neighbor solicitation takes care of uh, populating the MAC address, right, in that Neighbor solicitation, you are kind of spoofing the neighbor solicitation between VMs by intercepting that and providing. Is that what I understand? Yes, it's for the next top. So when o OVN's router, the router that OVN implements needs to send its own neighbor solicitation you know, into the upstream network to determine the MAC address for the next top. That's what's missing. Right, if, if, it, if it was not OVN trying to do that, then the uh, neighbor solicitation packets would have gone all the way to the other VM and it would respond with the MAC address, right? No, that is different and 
Okay. I mean, so that is just like you have VM1 in VM1 and VM2, which are in the same virtual network, and VM1 wants to know the Mac of VM2, right? It would send an IWR solicitation, very similar to ARP. Okay. So that so. is handled internally by OVN. Okay. Uh, what uh, Russell mentioned is more in the upstream router case. Oh, it's like a proxy uh, ARP. You're talking like a proxy yeah. ARP. Okay. And the other question is uh, related to like uh, how like you know in L3 agent is in uh, HA deployment you have three like uh, potentially three you know Q routers in uh, the three HA uh, setup um, and um, how would uh, like how would that play out in the OVN case like HA asking about L3 HA yeah yes. especially for like in in the terms of like uh, uh, router uh, advertisement and I know it's not there yet, but uh, when RA comes in and you respond to RS, yeah. how, how do you deal with that? Um, so there's a couple of people working on L3HA that will, in a way that'll look more similar. So we're, you have a single gateway on a network, but we need to provide HA for that. So a, a gateway moves to another host, or a, a gateway on another host takes over if one fails. That's what's, that work is in progress at the moment, so we don't, basically don't have it at the moment. The other way to provide HA is is providing is one of the, is something that OVN does support, where you can have active gateways on every host and and have VMs use the local gateway. Okay. Then you that's an effectively provides HA without any real um, active monitoring and that sort of thing. Um, but we don't expose that through OpenStack yet. So those are sort of the two paths that we plan on enabling. Okay. Um, okay. Thank you. There. I have a question for both of you. So. You not off the hook, but um, so for Russell, uh, distributed SNet, if I understood the slide and the upstream patch, so you don't have to run the SNet gateway on every node, you run it on just a subset of all the nodes, is that? Uh, it's OVN supports running it on one node or all of them or a subset, it's up to you. And but if, it, if you're running it on more than one, the you have to set static routes to decide how traffic is distributed among them. Um, the easy way to do it is if you're running it on all hosts, then you use the local one. If you're running it on a subset, well then, I don't know, decide something. Or I mean, we don't have anything fancier than that right now. Right now we just have the, the ability to use static source-based routing to, to pick your SNAT gateway. Right. So, so but subset would just give you less IP consumption, basically. Yeah, it would be. And then, but yeah, and I guess we could, and then for VMs that don't have a local gateway, I don't know, pick one and, and route to it. I mean, yeah, we could yeah. do that right. too. Cause, yeah, because we were looking at similar things in yeah. DPR and oh, do we add these things on every yeah. single compute node and then it, you start to add up. Yeah, and so we, we can use private subnets, but still. I, sure. I just wondered like, oh, can we take a similar approach to yeah, I mean, some so, subset? Yeah, so OVN provides that and we just, one, we have to decide what the, well, what we want to expose and how to configure it, right? That's the, that's the thing about that is that that's gonna be a, probably a configuration option and how much control do we wanna pro provide through Neutron? And does any of this actually get exposed to the API? Is it just gonna make options? Those are just all questions that we have to answer and write the code, but I don't think it's too hard. The really nice thing is from the OpenStack perspective, it's just, I mean, one, we have to decide what the model is we wanna support and then it's just twiddling the right configuration in OVM's database. It's not very hard to implement from the OpenStack side. And the second one is an IPv6 question okay. for you, Numan. Yeah. So in the IPv6 case, for say that uh, a VM wants to send a packet upstream, is that going via a local gateway or is it going It would be similar back? to uh, IPv4 basically, the way you configured. 
So I how? I don't think so. It distinguishes whether it's an IPv4 or IPv6. Okay. So how was the up so was the upstream router learning via BGP? Like oh, it's that learning is, a, like uh, a slash 128. Like yeah, that is something which is presently outside of OVN. I mean, it should be taken probably in uh, networking OVN, or you have to use BGP uh, dynamic agent to do that. Right. Because I mean, we have similar again similar problem in neutron core is that. We, even with DVR, IPv6 goes via the centralized gateways. Yeah, that's how it would work today. Okay. Do you have plans on changing that? We Again, we're looking at the same thing, and I know we're in similar projects, but it's, you know, if we solved it the same way, it would look the same, you know, in OVS DVR versus OVN, and maybe that's a good thing. I'd love your help. <laughs> you tell me. Okay. We'll have to talk then. Yeah. All Thank right. You. Thanks. Uh, I'm going to show my experience for a second. But, uh, can someone explain why I want to use OVN instead of Neutron L3? Is that the comparison? Um, so the why you question why would you use OVN over the comparison is basically the ML2 OVS, so the existing integration and uh, OVS integration. Um, it works. Like I, first, I'll say that we we had a more general OVN overview talk a couple days ago on Monday, and I don't know if the video is already posted, but I'd recommend checking that out. We go into some more detail from a high level. Um, it's it's implemented drastically differently from from um, from ML2 OVS. It doesn't use um, OpenStack's message bus. It's a distributed database-driven architecture, in, instead of. Um, and it doesn't use the neutron agents. We re it's replaced by um, OVN agents. Um, it's from control plane testing. The, the the control plane is much more efficient. It's a lot faster. On the data and the data plane is also much faster. So instead of implementing things using namespaces in particular, everything is implemented with OVS flows, and we get much better data plane performance as well. I think it's simple. Um, I think the architecture is, is simpler. And another big thing for me is that OVN is something that's reusable. So it's, it's, it's not coupled to OpenStack. It's reusable outside of OpenStack. So there's integration for other projects, including Kubernetes, uh, Docker networking, uh, Mesos. I think there's some integration there. And a virtualization Overt. project called Overt. Um, so so there's, those are some things off the top of my head. So you've expressed, I mean, there's certain limitations, it seems like, that are in development for IPv6. But is it more or less fully functional now for IPv6? For IPv4, it is fully functional. The biggest feature gap, well, the feature gaps that remain are the metadata API, which I'd love to not support at all, but we have to. So that one we're finishing in the middle of right now. The other one is um, HA for L3 gateways, which we talked a little bit about. Um, that's also in development. So those are two feature gaps that the current solution has that, uh, that we don't have with OVN. Otherwise, we're, we got everything else. We've either, and yeah, we have everything else and performance either meets or exceeds the original implementation. So uh, I'm not using uh, VLAN for the network, uh, network. I understand that we will support that type. So the question is, if you use VLAN tenant networks, does OVN support it? It does support that. Yeah, you can use that. Yeah, it supports that. Um, the, I mean, it's, it's actually a really simple, um, if you're just doing VLAN tenant networks, I'm going to go way back here. It's cut out the logical router, a logical switch, you just tell it that the network is a, um, you, you specify a network name and the VLAN ID, 
and you also connect VMs to that same logical switch. Like, imagine that top logical switch in this modeling that's connected to a physical network and cut everything else off below it, and then also attach VMs to that top logical switch. Like, that's how you model what you're talking about in OVN, is you have a logical switch that just specifies a VLAN, and you connect all the VMs to it, and it does all the right things. And it supports all the same features that OVN uh, provides, like the way we implement security groups um, using OVS and connection tracking and all the good stuff. So yeah, it supports it. Thank you all very much. Thank you, everyone. OVS Orbit is edited and produced by Ben Pfaff using Audacity audio editing software and released under the Creative Commons unported 3.0 license. The intro and bumper music in this episode is excerpted from Electro Deluxe by My Free Mickey and the outro from Girls Like You by Stefan Kartenberg, both under the Creative Commons attribution unported 3.0 license. For more episodes of OVS Orbit, visit ovsorbit.org or for more information about OpenVSwitch, visit openvswitch.org.